Hello, and welcome to Curbside Counselor. Today, we are continuing an eight-part series of insights based on A Course in Miracles. Our seventh episode, titled Forgiveness and Gratitude, explains how you will have various encounters each day, giving you opportunity for both forgiveness and gratitude. So let's get started. Series one, episode seven, Forgiveness and Gratitude. Okay, in our past episodes, we have talked about how your essence is a collection of ideas that reflect themselves in many forms. Your personality being one of them, will reflect your ideas or beliefs. Your physical body also presents to the world a sculpture of your belief system. As life takes you through the day-to-day, you will have various encounters and you will respond to them according to what you believe is happening. Subsequently, an experience to reinforce your belief will always follow. Today, we're going to delve a little bit into gratitude and forgiveness. So let's imagine you're going on with your day and you encounter all these other bodies and personalities that have their own collection of ideas and beliefs about things. Think of them as mirrors because they are really a picture of what's going on inside your own head because there are only two loving expressions of life, gratitude and forgiveness. Let's say you witness someone doing something really stupid, but their behavior falls within the range of your tolerance. However, if you are not able to express gratitude in a situation because you've judged it to be stupid, for example, forgiveness is called for, and you would be kidding yourself to fake acceptance of it. When your encounter is a comfortable and pleasant feeling, the other, which is your mirror, is reflecting something you like about yourself. You may not know exactly what you like so much about this other person or experience, But every positive encounter reflects the beauty within you waiting to be expressed. Gratitude is the releasing mechanism. Gratitude is essential to reinforce your awareness of your reality as love. Now the flip side of what should be painfully obvious. When an encounter triggers fear in some form, which usually comes across as guilt, anger, frustration, disappointment, annoyance, etc., This other, your mirror, is reflecting something you don't like about yourself. This is when the very important expression of forgiveness should come forward. Forgiveness simply means to flip that negative thought to positive. Not easy to do in some circumstances because to understand forgiveness, you have to look at these three elements. One, forgiveness is difficult because it seems to require a loss or sacrifice. Two, The mind that holds on to the idea is not the mind that can let it go. And three, forgiveness always results in a real benefit. Remember, your mind is full of thoughts and ideas that the world has taught you. Most of those ideas have become deep-seated beliefs and are mostly negative. Even those ideas that appear to be friendly or loving as the world teaches are substitutes for love. A substitute for love leads away from love towards its opposite, which is fear. So, again, let's examine those three points we just mentioned. First, it's always difficult to forgive because it seems to require a loss or sacrifice. The decision to forgive is always difficult. I mean, you're talking about giving up an idea, one that you've accepted or one that you have decided on yourself. It's something that's important to you and you will defend it with all you've got. 
You are a collection of ideas. You see the world the way you do from your own created beliefs. To give it up would be saying that you are wrong. To forgive would mean you have to give up how you see the world now. But if you did give up one of your collections of ideas, it would cause you to see the world differently. Secondly, forgiveness always seems to represent a loss or sacrifice. If that person or experience that hurt you so much gets away with it without punishment, it would mean you lose and they win. When you say, I can forgive, but I can never forget, it's as if somehow to lose the memory of it would be some great loss. Ask yourself if it's possible to imagine that the memory of that hurt can no longer hold any value for you. Forgiveness does not ask that you forget that something happened. It simply asks that you look at what happened from another perspective. And third, the next element of forgiveness states, the mind that holds the idea is not the mind that can give it up. It needs help. The ego, which is your collection of ideas, has processed what happened out there and decided that something is wrong and you're hurt by it. Your inner essence, which knows that your reality is love and cannot be hurt, sees that nothing is wrong. So your ego, your collection of ideas, would be destroying itself by giving up one of the ideas in its collection. It can guide you to cover it up or hide it, but not to give it up. You need help from your inner essence, the perspective part of you that knows you from the perspective of your reality, which is love. Asking the ego to forgive is like asking an arsonist to help put out fire. (laughs) When you develop a grievance against someone or some experience, there is no way to know what negative belief, reflected from your repressed memory, will be released through forgiveness. There is no workable relationship, however, between a grievance and how its release will manifest in your life. In turn, You could never deal with the whole storehouse of negative beliefs at one time. That would be too overwhelming. So you are confronted only by those for which you are ready and able to deal with through forgiveness. Remember again, if you're not ready to deal with it, don't worry about it. You'll get another chance. And the mind that made up the grievance, the negative belief, cannot correct it. You must ask your inner essence to help you see it differently before a correct thought can be made about it. So keep in mind these points and ponder what we have spoken about here today in this podcast. I'll summarize some of the points for you. One, the experience you manufacture reflects what you believe. Two, remember, there is nothing wrong out there. Three, you cannot do it for yourself. Forgiveness comes only from your inner essence. And four, A substitute for love leads away from love towards its opposite, which is fear. And lastly, be alert for the blessings that occur in your life as opportunities for gratitude. So ponder what we have spoken about today, the next time you have the opportunity to forgive something. As always, you can listen anytime you need to. So until next week, thanks for listening to Curbside Counselor. Keep listening and keep an open heart.